Manus flat on the canvas. We are ready to rock and roll. Second round of action. There is a cut on Manus. Yeah. My man B Hop got knocked up, dropped out the ring last night. I need a little judo baby. I need me a little judo baby. And let's do it, Ron. Let's give me a little bit. You see what they're doing? got face for radio. Martial arts chat. Martial Hello, welcome to the Martial arts chat podcast. The roundtable returns. I'm looking ahead to UFC 244 in Madison Square Garden. This is the BNF title bout between Jorge Gamebred Masvidal and Nate Diaz. Later in the show, answer your fan questions with another chat. cracking panel lined up. But before I introduce tonight's panel, first, just a quick shout out to our sponsors, A1 Fight Gear. A1 Fight Gear use the latest cutting edge boxing gloves for professional and amateur fighters, gym enthusiasts, and kickboxers. So local and national gyms in the UK, do yourselves a favour, check out a1fightgear.com. If you want to get in shape, get back in shape, or just keep trimming the fat off, go to beastgear.co.uk and use the coupon code MARTIALARTSCHAT. If you do that, you'll save 15% off your purchases. They've got all sorts, man, core sliders, straps, barbell pads, strength and conditioning programmes, all at different levels to suit your needs. Beast your goals with beastgear.co.uk. We're also sponsored by Fuel Supreme. FuelSupreme.co.uk offers CBD oil and natural nutrition. They will assess your progress in diet and lifestyle, natural supplements and complementary services such as yoga, mind coaching and weight cutting programs. And finally, we're also sponsored by World of Martial Arts Television. Woma.tv produces, finds, acquires, commissions and presents all you ever wanted to know about martial arts. And so to our panel here this evening, returning to the show, it's been far too long, man, from purely MMA, it's Mr. Matthew Penny. Matthew, how are you doing, sir? It's a pleasure to be on again, mate. It's uh, It has been a little while, uh, and thanks for having me on for the arguably the biggest card of the year. Should be good fun. <laughs> yeah, man, no doubt. Uh, making his debut from Battles Magazine, it's Mr. Steve Beal. Steve, how are you doing, sir? Hey, guys. Thanks ever so much for having me on today. Whenever I've listened to the podcast before, everyone sounded terribly clued up, so, so please be <laughs> quite belt gentle with me. There you go, man. Uh, and from Greta Thunberg to Bubbles, the champ, this guy brings all the chat, man. Uh, Mix martial arts podcast on. It's Mister Mick Tully. How you doing, my friend? I'm wonderful. I've had a great, I've had a great day at the theatre and some fine cuisine with the wife. And uh, I'm, I just got back to find out that my boy Rory McDonald got decisioned horrifically, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually in mourning at the moment. I feel like Ben Askren at the moment. I'm questioning. <laughs> I'm questioning. You know, should I carry on? Should I get my hair cut? You know, <laughs> should, I, should I do the world a favour and, you know, do a bit of a Michael Hutchins tribute act or something? I don't know. Fuck. But, yeah, I'm all good apart from that. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> awesome stuff. should have his hair like Michael Hutchins, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? Love will never tear us apart. It uh, will do if you take all those tight. poppers, kid. Uh, he's tied up tied far too tight at Michael Hutchins that was the, you that better was, believe it was man. that true by the way was that was that just the rumour that went round or was that really was it the old asphyxia wank is that what happened oh yeah, he, he went full he went full uh, Chaikwan Kane on that man he went really? full David Carradine <laughs> on wardrobe? that Fuck. oh yeah and before the end of the show I'll tell you my story about myself and David Carradine man that is one of the yeah. be- one of the best stories I think I've got and it's you know scarily all true that's the best part of it all <laughs> well if you're streaming this don't skip to the end man here is out first but i look forward to this as well <laughs> slow burner man slow yeah, burner um, guys three fights i want to get into before we look at fan questions a rising star in the ufc right now is my man mr johnny walker and he kicks things off in this main card gets the toughest test to date in my opinion Corey anderson um this has a potential 
to lead into possibly, you know, John Jones or in the title mix anyway, I guess. Let's start with Mick on this one. Mick, how do you see him going down when these two big boys throw in? Uh, I, I, I'm I'm all about Johnny Walker, to tell you the truth. Uh, I think the only the only danger that Johnny Walker has to himself is those, you know, those fight celebrations where he nearly does the old Christopher Reeve. Aye, man. You know, you know when he uh, when he does the backflips and stuff and nearly takes his head off. But yeah, I really think I I think this is going to be an absolute belter of a fight. Uh, both of these guys are really really looking good, but the only thing is Johnny Walker is something else. You know, Anson's an awesome wrestler. But the thing is with Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker fucking brings it every single time, man. Uh, in my eyes, anyway. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm saying Johnny Walker knockout, man. I'm, oh, I'm, yes. I'm going for this. I'm telling you, don't, don't ever come to Vegas with me, boys, because you'll lose the shirt. I'll tell you, go big or go home, man. Be binary. <laughs> yeah, that's the one, man. Good show, uh, Steve. What about you? What's your thoughts on uh, this late heavyweight bout, mate? Well, I mean, Johnny Walker is something. Was he a stripper or something on the side? Was that his side hustle before he started? Because he has this, in, when he used to do it in, in Brazil, his entrances, he did a full-on wearing a tie over his T-shirt and doing the stripper dance. And it reminded me, like when I did fighters only, lived in Newcastle. Uh, some of the amateur fighters used to unofficially compete to have the most inappropriate camp entrance music. And eventually it had to be sort of stamped down upon like, okay, nobody's allowed take that anymore. Uh, it generally- <laughs> and that was when I left that organization. <laughs> well, we had to, we were our editorial assistant, Joe McNally, actually was having a lot of success as a coach up there um, alongside Alex Enland. His entrance theme was, we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. Brilliant. Uh, I can't Jackson it was. Anyway, um, Johnny Walker and Corey Anderson. Um, the flying knee thing is something Johnny Walker's used a lot, so we'll probably see it again. He also loves knees to the chin and the head from the clinch. That's, you know, if he can get in on Corey Anderson, who likes to strike from range when he can. Um, I can also see... Johnny Walker just getting taken down, but because um, Corey Anderson has a lot of sort of unusual takedowns, he, I, I think he's using the kind of tight waist quite unusually to get sweeps and stuff. Uh, but he uses long strikes to his advantage, and that could frustrate Walker's kind of bullying style. He's he's a surprising bully for such a camp guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell him that man <laughs> yeah man you're alone in that one uh, yeah awesome uh, entrance music shows Adam the one that always sticks out for me is um, uh, the amazing Paul McVeigh Grip House uh, he was in his early days used to come out to um, do you really want to hurt me which is just tremendous man you're walking down oh, guys like that. Alumnus. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw him fight my friend Neil McLeod and he came out to that yeah and Neil, Neil Neil McLeod wasn't even wearing a box that night for that fight. That was in that was in the Skydome when when it was in Coventry. Oh and, yeah, oh man, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like the Thunderdome, man. Yeah, McVeigh McVeigh was a badass. A lot, a lot of the new guys don't realise his fights. His fights with uh with Neil McLeod, best lightweight tilts I've ever yeah. seen in any organisation, man. Yeah, yeah. That was like a scrap outside of a chip shop with nice. style. Awesome man. Um, finally, Matthew, your thoughts here on uh, Anderson versus Walker. Well, I think both these guys could easily be uh, John Jones' opponent next year. I think this fight probably is on the path to determine which one it will be. Uh, Johnny Walker, nice to see a nice little slight rise in competition for him. Uh, he hasn't been pushed too quickly. Uh, some, you know, some some star guys get pushed far too quickly, I think, in the UFC, yeah. and then you know get a loss way too early on 
you know, in their eyes. So it's good to see um, a well-established striker against Anderson, who has had three of his four losses by KO. And sort of his wins go the distance. They don't, he doesn't really like to end it. So I'm going to try and not overthink this fight this year. My predictions have been pretty trash. Um, some of the predictions on this show, some of the prediction I've, predictions I've kept in my head, uh, and rightfully so, because they have been awful. So Walker <laughs> KO, first round, why not? I mean, this is the main event of the prelims, dude. This card <clears throat> is insane. If we look back to like last year's MSG card in November, it was pretty, pretty average. I think it was... Um, DC, who was he fighting? DC was on uh, it. Main Derek Lewis, was it? No. Yes. Was it Derek yes. Lewis? That, yeah, it was the MSG card, and it was pretty weak, but this card <laughs> this year, insane. So this main event of the prelims, it just shows that, you know? So can't wait. Absolutely, man. Guys, I want to go straight in the co-main event because um, we've got a lot to get through the fight question side of things. Um, we've got Darren Till making his middleweight debut, uh, and they're not breaking him in easy, man. Gets Kelvin Gaston, of all people. If Till does take a loss here and loses badly... I mean, you've got to imagine that's. I'm not saying that's it, but it's going to have some severe repercussions. I know he's still a young guy, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what a loss. That's all I've been thinking about going to this. What a loss does for, for Till. But I mean, Gaslam, Gaslam's just phenomenal since he's went to middleweight. Always struggled with that cut, you know, welterweight. Still a great fighter, but the the cut was the biggest battle. And it, the, even in the Adesanya fight, you know, there was there was moment, he had his moments there where he probably could have took that, but uh, here he is against Darren Till, and I know. Till probably still brings the size difference, despite moving up. But man, I, I don't, I don't know. I think this is a, I think it's a dodgy one for for the scout. So let's start with Matthew's time. Matthew, your thoughts um, when Till and Gaston throw day. Well, I just want to say straight away that I just really can't stand Darren Till. <laughs> like, never have, never will. What I is just, he the like of Darren Till? Just the uh, hate, I, the hate train, or yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I just him, don't man. know. But he's he, a scouser. Oh. <laughs> Alex guesses. He just he just needs a win here. You know, he's moved up to a division and he hasn't been given any, an easy start. And you see it often in the UFC, people who move up or down yeah. and have had like a decent ranking in the their old weight division, they kind of get thrown in at the deep end. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But we know what's going to happen. We know what to expect. We're going to see a stand-up game between the two. We're going to see lots and lots of strikes. Gastelum has the power to shot people. And I'm sure we're going to see the Bisping KO about a thousand times this week leading up to the fight in the promos and everything on UFC Twitter. Um, it's going to be a good fight, and it's not an easy stand-up for Till, to, you know, coming up to a new weight division. Um, I'm going to go with a Till KO. He has the reach. He has the height advantage. After two losses, you would think that could give him, like, a really big wake-up call. Obviously, he's going to be heavier now. It's The weight cut is going to be a lot easier for him. So maybe we're going to see him more focused and more dangerous. But just quickly looking into the future, I just can't, see either of these guys beating Adesanya in the in the future because that guy is just crazy crazy good and both these guys I just think fall short against him in the in the far future you know absolutely man yeah if Adesanya ever had any doubters I mean you've got to imagine the Bobby Knuckles fight has just changed uh, everyone's way of thinking um, that's a good point man but what, 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 going forward what would happen next Mick how about you I mean like we said a victory probably doing more to restore some pride for either fighter but with the hype train and everything else how do you see it going down well, you see, I, I'm the complete opposite. I really like Darren Till. Uh, I, yeah, he's a professional scouser. You know, he's he's up there. He's up there with Ringo Starr and you know Silla Black. You know, you know, goes on about how much he loves Liverpool, but he's never fucking there. You know what I mean? Okay. But uh, no, it, like it, it, it's a real it's a real killer uh, because the the like you know 
if you look at what's happened, right? So Woodley and Mas, Mas, uh, Masvidal, right? Absolute killers. So he's like, yeah, two two losses, and you're like, yeah, you know. But you, when you see the names, you go shit. And then you look at what he was doing beforehand, the four fight win streak. Cerrone and Stephen Thompson, no joke. You know what I mean? So, the, mm-hmm. so t- I, I when I first saw Till, but and you've got to give him the hype train because he burst onto the scene, you know, and he was an absolute savage, and he really was. But like those last two losses, and it, yeah, Gastelum is just a little bit. It, it's a reach, man, because I I truly believe. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying that it's going to go decision, but I'm not having any of that. I reckon Gastelum's going to put him on his ass, and if he does three losses in a row, man, I'm telling you something. Unless he's unless he's got a bit part on Geordie Shore or something, you know, he's not going to get a fight with them again. You know, that's the problem. It's uh, three losses is usually that three is the magic number, as Dallas Soul once said, yeah. And um, it looks like it, it could be the it could be the derail on that one. Uh, you know, I, I just can't I just can't see him being able to take out Gastelum. And as you were saying about Starbender man, I don't I tell you who would want to go up against him. Like, like I I'm still I'm still like as I said, I'm like Askren now still about Bobby Knuckles man. I'm gutted. Because I'm thinking I'll never see that guy. Well, if if he thinks he's going to get into title contention again, he's going to have to hope that that dude retires, man. Yeah, you know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. That's yeah. the only way because he's not. He, he didn't look anywhere like that. And so whoever, whoever, whichever one of these two guys wins, they, they ain't got a chance anyway. You know what I mean? They're going to be. They're going. They're going to be. They're going to be like. They're going to be number one contender for a while, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless uh, Starbender goes Paul John Jones. Or he ever comes out with me to a strip bar, then I might be able to might be able to help them out. You know what I mean? Might be able to do that. But that's about it. You know, I might be able to corrupt him. But yeah, I'm saying Gastelum, and I'm saying Gastelum in maybe two or three. Fair play, man. Steve, how about you? Your thoughts here on uh, on this bit? Well, I mean, speaking in sort of UK MMA fanboy terms, I think it's a real shame what's happened to Darren Till because when he first emerged, or first emerged as far as, as far as I know, it's Tim sort of winning on the prelims and then scouts are fighting in brazil talking in immaculate portuguese <laughs> it was like here's this really compelling character and then kind of you know bt sport got hold of him and it was almost like he was being sort of prepared to be sports personality of the year or something which just isn't going to happen is it and or or rather it's just, it's just incongruous or jarring um, so I think it's a bit of a shame what's happened to him in terms of him being sort of catapulted into the public eye, maybe a little too fast and uh, having had the sort of edge taken off him in terms of how much like snobs like me can enjoy him. Uh, I think in terms of the fight, I was at the UFC gym opening the other day and he was there doing all, all the sort of video content gubbins and he looked enormous. He looked very fit. Uh, he looked very focused and, uh, you, you know, dangerous, like, like I think someone just said just now. And uh, but ooh, um, he, he looked big enough. You, you think I hope he makes it to middleweight, like uh, someone just mentioned again. And I, I think Gastelum is like really wily, isn't he? And it, it, hope maybe Darren Tilly is too fluid for that power jab that Gastelum uses to, to work off. Uh, but um, Gaston could end up, I think, maybe sort of anticipating the patterns he does have. 
Uh, I know I know Gaslin doesn't look wily, but he kind of is. You know, and I think that makes him even more even even more surprising when it comes. Mm-hmm. Um, Adesanya had a bit of luck with the with kicks and knees, and t- t- till um, you, you know has a sort of similar distance advantage maybe to Adesanya, so he could maybe do a lot of damage there and but put Gaslin away that way. I think it's going to be a very hard fought decision, possibly to Gaslin. Gaslin, I don't think that. I, I don't. Th- I mean, as per sort of Askren this this weekend, I, I don't think that means we will have to go all oh, down till finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that means we can still. In- I hope that means we can still enjoy watching Darren Till. No, for, I mean I do too. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I want to. I want to see this guy. He's a young guy. Um, he's an exciting talent, and, and I want to see maybe not the not the hype train shoved down your throat. BT Sport guy polish that you mentioned there, but you know I want to see. Sometimes I can't be doing all that kind of bollocks as well. I guess I'm a snob about it. See, even just the walkouts and the entrances, I'm just fast-forwarding to, like, once Bruce Buffer's done talking, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm, oh, I'm such the purest of fans, but, you know, all, all of this is just um, spice on a steak. I just want a steak, you know? I just, <laughs> I just want to get to the right. bit. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get main event, people's main event, all set to be a classic. Diaz was uh, back against Pettis, and hopefully I hadn't missed that beat and Masvidal, he's been on a tear this year, probably fight of the year. Two deficit knockouts, like we mentioned there, Darren Till and Ben Askren. And Dana is uh, getting this um, BMF belt ready. Rumour is it's uh, it's going to be the Rock Dwayne Johnson in the case to crown the new <laughs> champ I heard, man. I don't know all of that. Let's hear the panel's thoughts. We'll start with Matthew again. Benny, who you got in the main event? Well, I just want to go off that BMF belt, right? I just want to call out my favourite quote from this week that I've heard so far about it. Loads of people have put their, you know, their... They're all in about it. Usman said, you guys have 24 combined losses. You're not the baddest. And in my opinion, right, it is kind of true. I think baddest is like a wrong term. I think Nate had a lot of respect anyway with like pure MMA fighters, but then he got obviously the big Conor McGregor win and then suddenly, oh, he's the baddest guy in the UFC. Mm, I think probably gamest fighter is probably a better term. But, you know, anywho, it's they both obviously love to trade strikes and can do it all day. Nate obviously has more volume than power. Masvidal probably has more the other way around. Again, both can grapple happily on the mat. Wrestling with Masvidal competing in grappling tournaments years ago. Nate, secondary black belt. You could go off all that. You could say all the facts and figures that you can find online, right? But I don't think this fight is about that. I think this is going to just be a super fun fight. The fans aren't really going to care about the records, the stats, their weights. I think they're just going to plonk their asses down on the seat and just enjoy it for what it's going to be. Predicting a winner, I change my mind, my mind daily on it, but also I couldn't really care less. Yeah, it. yeah I don't even... Um, like, it's just one of those fights where I think it's just going to be purely for fun. The rock in the cage, given the belt, I'm not really bothered about that at all. That's, that's stupid, but it's just going to be really fun. I think UFC probably hoping Nate can win so they can build up the Nate-Connor trilogy fight, which is destined to happen, so that can be the best it can be. But again, Nate doesn't really need to win to have that trilogy fight with Connor. So I can't remember where I read it, but after the Maya fight yesterday, I read that apparently Masvidal wants to run it back. Um, personally, doesn't massively interest me, but I think, you know, whoever wins this, it's going to be a fun, fun fight. Who wins? You guys can sort it out. I don't really care. I'm just going to enjoy it. <laughs> I know. I feel bad, like, asking people to predict, especially for a fight like this. I mean, I think it's fair to say, but if you're an MMA fan, then you're an MMA, uh, then you're a fan of these fighters, you know what I mean? And um, 
yeah, it's 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 a bit unfair to ask you to pick a side, but I, I I'm the same man. I'm j- I just want to enjoy it for what it's worth. Steve, what about you? Main event. Your your, your thoughts here, mate. Um, well, I've, I've warned you I'm a horrific snob, so obviously I've been going around <laughs> arsehole about this BMF belt um, for the last couple of months. So why don't you just have a casuals Grand Prix and be done with it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> having, having said that, am I looking forward to fight? Obviously. Yeah. And I don't understand why the UFC don't actually do more fights like this. And well, You know when they bought Strike Force back in, what was it, 2011, 2010 yeah, or 2012? I... I thought, you know, in that way we all do nowadays when we like to know what's going on inside the boardrooms of all our favourite companies. And I, I thought what they were going to do was take Strike Force and th- sort of run with it and almost sort of rebrand it as their own organisation where they could have the, the you know, the colourful characters who maybe couldn't cut it in the, in the top levels athletically, but everyone still wanted to watch and still commanded a sort of main card slot so they could put the veterans in there, they could put, you know, anyone who was a bit weird. Uh, and it was going to be awesome. And and I was convinced they were going to do it, and and they didn't. They didn't. They just shut, shut Strike Force down. So if you're out there, Dana, and you are listening to the Martial Arts Chat podcast, then you need to employ me now to relaunch and rebrand Strike Force for you. <laughs> anyway, um, d- down to the scrap. I mean, but both of them um, s- sort of feed off luring the opponent into their game. Yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what what happens there. You, you know how that works out it would be so funny if it was a a very technical inverted commas boring fight um and uh by whether it will will, will not be i I shouldn't think so with with nate in there i mean but masvidal it's it's ironic that he's become this this casual fave when when he is quite a a kind of technical and strategic fighter or or, and then sort of unleashes the violence when he has the opportunity um he is the classic wily veteran and I've noticed his, his, his most classic wily veteran move is the old go really slow and then suddenly go really fast. You know, like you're, you're rolling with someone who's much more senior than you and they're, they're kind of taking it gentle and then suddenly they slap on a fucking armbar or something. Um, <laughs> as seems to be Masvidal's thing, is he? But I mean, uh, at, the, at the highest levels, there, there must be a real R to that. Uh, he must be like the, uh, you know, the snake off the jungle book where, where he sort of hypnotizes and, and then suddenly strikes. And um, can I see that doing him to Nate? I mean, I mean, Nate's notorious for not getting finished, right? That wasn't that. There was the towel, the towel incident. Apart from that, has he ever been finished? Was uh, Josh Thompson was the, the one, wasn't it? Um, the head kick. Mm. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's a rare occasion when that guy's getting finished for sure. Um, so can I see Masvidal finishing him? Oh, so it's, it's a real toughie, you know. Um, it's a real toughie. It's easy to say Masvidal via cunning. Yeah, Masvidal by strategic fight. Uh, I hope, I, I hope, Nate by decision. Thanks, mate. Good show. Hey, Mick, what are you expecting from the main event, mate? Well, all you guys, you, you, you know the Don McLean, the, the day the music died. You know that? You know that's when Buddy Holly died and it was the end of the innocence of the American dream, yada, yada, yada. Well, literally, they, that should be the walkout song for this because literally... I personally think it, this will actually be the best thing for the UFC, just in terms of just pure entertainment, because it has become a little bit of fanboy, you know, you, you know, like, you know, when you get the real purist MMA fan who just doesn't just doesn't want to see the tear up. And then if you speak to him about pride or anything like that, they go, oh, it was quite violent, really, wasn't it? And I'm like, really? Get back to those soccer kicks, man. I loved all that shit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, it, it's funny because 
uh, Dana's taken a leaf straight out of Vince McMahon and Scott Coker's book, right? Where he's just gone, do you know what? I'm just going to do this. Like this BMF thing, like first time I heard it, I thought it was like, you know, it was like Rebecca Vardy and fucking Colleen Rooney. You know, like I thought it was the BFFs where they'd fallen out with each other because it just sounded like a really ridiculous, <laughs> bitchy thing that they were going to do. And then the more I read about it, I was like, shit, this is like the hardcore title that Vince McMahon brought in. When, yeah, when everyone's saying this is ludicrous, it isn't real anymore, you know, it's sports entertainment. And then, you know, the, you know, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, man, whoever does the health and safety for WrestleMania, you know, he never, ever looks under the ring, does he? Because those stepladders shouldn't be there for definite or, or the light bulbs. Right. And of course, they, it turns into a really amazing fight. And this is going to be an absolute belter of a fight for I, I really do believe that this is the one that's going to get a load of people just watching because you've got casual fans, but I mean people that are just going to watch it and they're going to go, what, so they're just going to get two tough guys to, to go at it. And it was like the lads were saying earlier, like the real irony of this is, like Nate Diaz is unbelievable. Like his boxing's great, his jiu-jitsu's off the fucking scale. I won't cl- I won't say who, who, who told me this, but a friend of mine once said to me, he was like Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man, but in jiu-jitsu. He said he's just ah. literally fucking, he goes, he's like a savant. He goes, you can't have a conversation with the guy. You know, he's like, he, you know, there was less, there was less chat out of him than one of the Meow brothers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But they, they, they were like, his jujitsu is crazy. And like Masvidal, like you're talking about the Wiley veteran, like that guy is playing this part to a T, you know, the kicking off at press conferences, going crazy, just looking like, it looks like a madder Andre Olofsky. Like, he, he is, like, the maddest-looking dude on the planet. <laughs> and I, I really believe that this is going to be an absolute belter of a fight. And I really believe it's going to be, like, be, like the, it's going to be the before BMF and the after BMF era. And I really do mean that because uh, the one thing that we always complain about as fans and when we do the punditry is, you know, where it was quite a boring card. And, like, you know, me... I would love to get Yokozuna and Butterbean in fucking cage. You know what I mean? <laughs> stick them, stick them on the prelims, boys. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like that's what we want. You know, we want like Andy Kaufman doing some intergender thing. The next thing that's going to happen is Fallon Fox is going to be brought out of retirement. Oh, I'm God. telling you, that's what's going to happen, guys. It's going to be. But I'm saying, I'm literally saying, it's going to go the distance. It's going to be an absolute savage war. But it's going to be one of those where you're just sitting there going, God almighty, man, this is what I got into this for. Yeah. You know, because it's going, it's going to shock a lot of people because a lot of guys will just go in there watching it casually. And I know I'm going on about this, but it's the truth. I, I'm not going to say it's like Roy McDonald, Robbie Lawler, but what it's going to be is if you don't know anything about MMA, you're going to watch that and go, shit, man, I'll watch more of this shit. Yeah. And I really, I really do believe that's going to happen. Yeah, it was kind of like um, when when they did Shogun Henderson, the, the, the first one in the UFC. I mean, yes. that, that fight didn't need a title. It just needed those two guys. That's all the ingredients you need. And yeah, but John, the mad, John, the mad thing was, you see, if you were just a UFC fan, you had no idea who those guys were. True. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, amount, the amount of guys I knew that were like, they didn't know who Ninja or Shogun were. And then they were like, you know, really? Yeah. They were 19 yeah, years of age in Pride. I know. I know. Yeah, man. Wow. The, uh, sorry, Mick, I really agree. I think this could be a fight which changes like a whole, not a whole era for the UFC in general, but I think a lot of casual fans are going to be 
watching in because hardcore fans say, right, no, you need to watch this fight. And then people are going to go, shit, this fight is insane. And it could lead to a lot of like a lot more similar fights down the line where some people will moan and say, oh, what about rankings? But the UFC will go, nah, these two bad dudes need to fight each other no matter you're, what. You're, to- you're totally on the bottom. It's like Scott Coker. I interviewed Scott Coker a bunch of times. And every single time he used to say fun fights. And I was like, dude, they're the ones that I watch. I, you know, because I like the good matchup. But again, it's, you know, it, 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 you know, it's like, you know, when you, when you watch a jujitsu match and you see some guy just trying to do a helicopter armbar and he hasn't got a clue and he fails miserably, <laughs> but you still go, dude, I'm so glad because I've just been watching someone fight like Mick Tilly for the last five minutes. You know, just had him inside control and just grounded him out. Yeah. Like literally, yeah, that's all I got, you know, and it might win and it's effective, but then again, so, so is Roe Hitmol, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Just because it's effective doesn't mean it's good. You know what I'm saying? So do you keep Askren in the UFC, you know, for those kind of fights or not? I think they do because I think Dana wants to just keep him there as a punching bag or whatever. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's, that's his gimmick now. Isn't it? That's what it's going to be. He'll have one or two more fights. I don't think he's done. But No, uh, no I, I think I, I Dana sound like a total troll. And, you know, Chris, my partner in, in Battles Mag, who's actually in the background now, will, will tell you I called it for my sub round three. But... Um, I actually didn't think Askren did okay, did that badly, right? I mean, I thought he so too. Yeah, got the takedowns. Yeah, yeah I agree. Inelegantly, right? Sorry, John, don't. No, no, I'm just screaming. Yeah, I thought you did all right as well. I mean, the the striking was never going to be great from either guys, but yeah, no. Askren got a couple of takedowns and it was he was looking all right. It didn't look like he was in a lot of trouble. I think yeah. the other. I mean, who? I mean, sure, it was like the most horrific matchup for Askren ever on paper, right? I mean, look what Maya, Maya did to Chael. What what was it first? First round triangle, triangle from the top, right. mm. and um, look, and I mean, obviously, Askren's kind of comparable there. And I mean, like, of course, uh, of course, the the standard isn't as good in one or Bellator. No one remotely sensible thinks that. I, I suppose maybe it does have to be proven. Um, but but that that mindset that because it's not the UFC, it's better. Yeah, yeah, sure. I I. I it's great watching a different production. I sometimes enjoy watching one or Bellator more than I do the, the UFC. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean it's good athletically. No, obviously, it doesn't. And um, so, yeah, it's, the point is proven. But I don't, I don't see why Askren can't hang around in, in the lower levels. No, I agree, man, totally. Guys, it's time for the final part of the show. My favourite answer and fine questions. I'll remind the panel of the one rule we have in the podcast, and it's simply don't wait your turn, guys. The floor is yours, so if we're ready, we'll start with, uh, let's start with Facebook questions this week. Tom Heffernan is asking, has the BMF belt idea turned the UFC into WWE? We've already kind of answered that, partly, but I, I, don't, I don't think so. It's... Uh... It's just a lot, half people will say, oh, no, we need to stick to the rankings. We need to be proper about this. You know, we need to make it, you know, a, a proper sport. People will say, you know, a proper, you know, ranking system and stuff. But this is a, this can be fine occasionally. Like, obviously, not every fight just being, like, you, you know, ridiculous like that. But the occasional fights like this where just two bad guys go against each other, why not? I mean, it's a one-off belt. They say they claim it's a one-off belt. I'm sure Masvidal or Diaz will try and defend it, you know unofficially but yeah why not it's uh yeah it's cool I, I, i'm i'm telling you right now anybody who says that it's it, it's certainly not about it's certainly not bad uh for mma and i'll tell you what it will not be bad for it won't be for the guys who are actually doing the fighting 
because, like, you know, Dana White is on record as saying he really admires Vince McMahon. And we've talked about this in previous shows. Like, you, you know, you, Vince McMahon, man, first of all, he's 75 years of age and he's fucking jacked, man. You know what I mean? So I'll listen to that guy any day of the week anyway. But secondly, more importantly, he is killing it when it comes to business. And Dana knows the score. You know, UFC is okay. You know, as a business, yeah, it's a billion-dollar industry, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nowhere near as big as it could be. And I really do, I really do believe that MMA can be huge, and everyone's going to do well out of it. And it is, yeah, it's a shit show and a bit of a gong show. But if this fight turns out to be an absolute belter of a fight as well, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be actually a little bit of a rub of like credibility to that belt. That's going to be the mad thing, you know. Mm. Like, I don't think, I don't, think, I don't think Mick Foley's going to get thrown off the end, uh, top of like a <laughs> cage or anything. <laughs> but if he did, imagine, imagine how good that would be. You know what I mean? It would be really, really good. But yeah, I think it's good. <laughs> I, I think know, it's going to be good. <laughs> Setting them on fire with barbed wire and shit. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Telling we said, you, man. said a lot about it already. I think when when they actually said they were going to actually make a belt was when that's a bit uncharacteristic of almost like a sort of thawing of relations between Dana White and the internet. Uh, and so that, so that surprised me. Um, do, do I think the fight itself is a bad no, no, of course not. Of course not. And more of the same, please. Yeah, sure, man. And I, I, I think you know, keep keep UFC essentially proper, you know, fights. But yeah. to have a essentially, you are selling tickets to fans, so you have got to keep a little bit of entertainment there. And you know, you've, you've got to keep it sort of interesting <laughs> to more casual fans. You've got to do that. But keep it essential. Keep it, you know, proper fights. Keep a ranking system which is roughly you know, roughly here to two and you know, everything's good. Yeah. I don't want to speak up for the poor old dads taking their kids to lessons and their wife doesn't like the word motherfucker. That's where you're going to have to just have a bit of license, you know, we're, 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 we'll have to work out, put that one out for the question for next week, uh, for next show, John. Yeah. <laughs> you got what, it, what, what, can, what can BMF stand for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question, man. I think I might pin that there on the page. Are. Um Chris Allen also on the BMF title, he's asking, uh, will the BMF title be a one off or a continuous title in the UFC? We kinda of touched on this earlier as well, but a one off thing, guys. Why not make it continuous? Do another one today. Um, what is it? The night, the, the the nice motherfucker championship. What? Who are they going to have? Yeah, um, Damian, Wonder Boy uh, Thompson, Gary. <laughs> uh, so there's, there's many many opportunities there for the uh, perverse marketeer. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, right. Think about it this way, man. We we're just going to go deep on this, boys. What about what <laughs> oh. about just getting Norman Bates and Edmund Kemper to be like the literal oh, wow. bad motherfuckers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have I just gone too dark on this or what? Yeah, I'm watching far too much Channel Five at the moment. But yeah, yeah, the incest. The, the, that, instead of the interim, the interim incest title. You know where, where are we going to stop with this? Jesus but yeah, man. yeah, I, I reckon I can't think of them making anything else. The bit like BF, BMF's pretty bad, isn't it? You know what I mean? You can always count on uh, Mick Tully to bring it to another level, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Michael hey. Jackson or Chris Benoit. <laughs> I, used, I used to train with with Bob Breen, who's a uh, sort of Jeet Kune Do sort of godfather in. Uh, uh, Bob's my man. Yeah, he's a great oh, guy. 
Yeah, and um, and I mean, he, he's very good with like weapons. I think he did a lot of the weapon training for three hundred, and uh, he does. Yes, he did stuff, and for and for Deadpool as well. Yeah, and and he um. He had to be dissuaded out of competing in in a sort of knife, a sort of uh, a sort of ca- you know knife cage fighting. Champions yeah, hear about yeah, this for real? Yeah, for no, real. I tell know me, that's the truth. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, so, so, but maybe it's only a short step. Step. To, I'm, I mean, I'm all for sort of rollerball style. Put put them on roller skates and put. put <laughs> well, do you know? No, you, now you, you now you've got me, man. I swear to God, I wanted rollerball to be a thing so I could wear a white suit and a white fedora hat like Jonathan E. Man. That I, honestly, Jim, you know James Khan is like a legitimate. His son is Scott Khan. He's like a, I think he's a black belt in BJJ now. But Jimmy Khan, the the actor, he oh, was yeah. like a legitimate karate guy when oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like when karate was like a thing thing, you know what I mean? Mm. When those guys used to break concrete blocks and shit. Yeah, man, he was something else. Yeah, Bob Breen's the man. Give a big shout out to Bob. I love that guy. I'll, I'll, I'll pass on your best. Yeah, he's the man. Love him, love him. James Khan. I just think of James Khan's ankles getting shattered in that Stephen King one. What was that again with the psycho bitch? Um, uh, yeah, you know what but, I mean? But, but, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Pa, uh, yeah, Paul Harris, yeah. Oh. oh, it wasn't Paul Harris, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Kathy Bates. Yeah, yeah, another psycho bitch that rips your ankles oh, off, man. man. Yeah, ruin more feet than polio, that dude. That's I swear true. to God, man. Hey, yeah, I'll tell you Paul what. Oh, Paul, Paul Harris is like, he's like Oscar Pistorius's worst nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, the God. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I don't be defending that guy, man. He killed his girlfriend. You know what I mean? You're making me look like the bad guy here, John. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'll tell you what, that's the last, that's the last time she buys him socks for Valentine's Day. There you go. There you go. Uh, I remember uh, when that coke kicks him out, and my mother, who's quite, uh, you know, she's cut from the same cloth as yourself, Mick, from that. She's got that Irish cynical, uh, yeah. no filter. And she's like, uh, if I was having an argument with him, just chuck his legs at the window. What's he going to do then? It's, like, yeah, it's, it's a good logic, but I don't think it'll let you say that, Mum. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. I, 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 I've met, I, I tell you what, when I teach seminars, right, if I heel hook people, I always say I'm going to turn you into Oscar Pistorius or Heather Mills, right? <laughs> yeah, man. The, the Heather Mills one so, sort of got lost now. You know, people don't really realise. Yeah, she needs to get back in the public eye or I need to update my material, man. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, uh, Colin Crandall, do you think uh, that Dana was gutted about Askren losing this fight and now two in a row? No, he's always going to be. He's always going to be a little bit disappointed if somebody who moves the needle isn't winning. When again, when you're when you're in the mainstream MMA media, you desperately want the star to or the good looking but good looking bloke to win, so that so the whole business will grow and become more marketable. Where when you're a fan, you want to lose. You want to lose, and you, you want you want Dane to be upset. So um, will he be upset? I, I think he'll. I think he'd rather Ben Askren was winning and was a, was a big star. Yeah, I think he's probably desensitised to everything like that these days. Then Dana Dana White is a bull donking man. I'm telling you, he does not give a fuck. If you want to talk about a guy who should be getting the bad motherfucker title, I think it's Dana White. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's just lending it, lending that belt to those guys. Uh, Realistically speaking, I think where initially he wanted Askren to come in. You know what I mean? He, I think he had him sort of, sort of dressed up, you know, to be a little bit of a curly-headed sort of Tim Kennedy type, you know, like uh, American, all-American hero. And then he just turned into like 
it, it's, very, very, it, it's pretty much a bit of a heel turn, isn't it? As they say in wrestling. And uh, if he makes money, you know, you got to remember at the end of the day, you turn up to watch Conor win or you turn up to watch him lose. The thing is, you turn up. You know what I mean? And I think if Dana can still, Dana can eke out a bit where, you know, Askren will get battered and people will still pay. I think he'll just keep going. I, I really do believe that. It's very similar to Colby. Um, you know, he's he's doing this thing where he said something horrible about Dana. Uh, he said, "Oh, if if I win the title, uh, Dana isn't putting that belt anywhere near me. I'll I'll smack him in the head with the title if he comes anywhere near me." But this sort of rivalry is building it up because the fans hate Colby anyway. But then he's kind of appealing to the fans because some fans don't really like Dana and he chats shit all the time. Yeah. It's just it's just a, a board game of getting fans on board no matter what. If fans want to see you win, cool. If fans want to see your face getting punched in, again, they're still buying tickets to see you. So, right. yep. yeah, the heels put more bums on seats than the That's than it, the blue. They like it, it on the spreadsheet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kieran Cobley asks uh, Connor's latest stunt is all talk. He's in court for sexual assault in Ireland. So how the fuck will he get a visa to compete in Vegas in January? And even if he can do that. What even if he can do that first fight, I certainly don't think we'll see him do the second and third ones. Yeah, because he said he said he wanted to fight the winner of um, Nate and Masvidal, didn't he? Afterwards, and then he oh, said he, he wanted that. to have yeah. Mm. So it's uh, it's a good point though. Will, will he get a, a visa? Americans seem to be uh, very quick to pull away a visa for anything, um, and he's been he's got like what two or three court cases for different sexual assaults piled up, and the, the punching on the off the old guy in the bar. It's it's just like he he does all these things which really put the public you know against him because we want to see him focused we want to see him in the octagon we want to see him just back to sort of 2015 16 kind of levels and he, he's not doing it and then he's saying well actually no I'm, I'm going to fight to try and get those fans back who he's turned again you know turned them against him but will he get the visa <laughs> that's the question I don't I don't I. I don't think, first of all, they get a visa because, uh, you know, this shit that he's got into now, it's going to stick, right? Um, uh, uh, literally, years ago, I used to do stunt comedy and I used to go on about how Mel Gibson is now madder than any character that he ever played. You know, we know when he was Martin Riggs, you know what I mean? You go, Wait, did you see that movie in him recently where he got pulled over by those two cops and he came out with a load of, like, anti-Jew thing and then he, like, he beat up his uh, ex-girlfriend who was like a Russian mobster's fucking ex-hooker. Oh shit! Sorry, that's his life. Well, you know that's literally, you know, <laughs> that, you know, yeah, that's a lethal weapon six, man. But um, you know, I, yeah, I, I think Mel Gibson, Mel like the same way that Conor McGregor, Mel, Mel Gibson, like you know, he wished he was still living in that trailer with the dog munching on the on the gun every night. You know what I mean? Because his, his life turned into something infinitely worse than that. And Conor now, it, it's a real shame because. I remember, I remember when the first Diaz fight was there, and I was in New York for the build-up for it, and he was king of New York. Like I think I said to you, John, that I was in Times Square, uh -huh. and he flashed up on the billboard, and I turned around to my wife, and I went, that, that kid was a plumber four years ago. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and he was king of New York, and his banter was great, and the Cholo gang signs and the balloon animals. He was coming out with patter that I wish I could come out with. And I'm going to drop fully motherfucker, you know what I mean? But I was like, this guy is hilarious. And then next thing you know, you know, it, 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 he, he just took it straight out of the playbook, man. He just went, like, apart from getting the white tiger, he literally is like a white Mike Tyson now. You know what I mean? He's got the Desiree Washington thing going on. 
like which I'm not making a joke about at all, because if he's guilty of that, I swear to God that his next shit's a hedgehog. And when he's in jail, he gets the old angle five every night. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just can't see him coming back from this. And it's, if he does, what's that say about the sport, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's so weird that he, he sort of goes for that gangster sort of yeah. uh, appearance for UFC appearances in his fighting career. But then he's also trying to 50-50 that with this, oh, I'm a good family man, I have two kids now, I've really grown up. But then yeah. with that, his sexual assaults build up and all these mad things in public. And like, it was just when he was at his best in the UFC with the trash talk and stuff, he was great. Even for the Khabib fight, he was sweating for his jacket. He was stumbling through his words, money, alcohol, and Coke has turned that man into something which he probably never believed he'd turn into. And it's sad. Have you, really. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen that clip where he's gone out with all his mates and they're all wearing Conor McGregor masks and they're all like off their heads. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. that. And they're all dancing. And then one guy runs up and pulls the mask off. It's like one of those paper masks on his head and it's Conor McGregor. And he is gurning like he's in the happy Mondays, man. He is off his nut. And that. literally I looked at that point and I was like, it's over. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't. I. You just don't bounce back from that. You know, there's. Yeah. There, there literally is. There's. There's a plimsoll line, and when you go underneath that, you, you know, the next thing you know, you've got Leonardo DiCaprio hanging off the back, man, and fucking Kate Winslet's fat. Kate Winslet's fat ass on the door. You know. Yeah, there was room for two in that door. Yeah, yeah there was easily <laughs> room. Yeah, yeah. And what I was just saying about the MMA business and how. Yeah, you, you know, if you're in the business, you, you kind of want it to go well. Yeah. If if some of those court cases come off, we're all for the high jump. Oh, oh yeah, I'm telling you, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor sexual assault and CTE, mate. They're the two things that will get MMA eventually, because you know you really try and sell that, sell that to your missus. You know, right. my wife still so that. It's such a classic, you know, combat sports. Oh, a tale. I mean, remember when he was just transitioning from Cage Warriors to the to the UFC, and he suddenly had all that US media profile, and he just came across so well with that balance of the sort of holistic nature of martial arts with his gob as well. And of his course, humor. yes. Of and course. To, to think of that being tarnished is is just so sort of horribly predictable, isn't it? it well, it is, and the, like the real killer is, it's like I, I, I've said this on several occasions when you have the calming and very, very wise influence of John Kavanagh in your life, and you can still turn into a train wreck. I, 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 I don't know. There's no hope for you. Because John's one of the most measured men you're going to meet. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. even he wasn't able to keep him under control. Yeah, and but it's I, I, when the money and uh, kind of like what Matthew was saying, when the coke, when everything else gets involved more and more, how much is Kavanagh an influence in your life anymore? You know, he's probably... Not around as what he was. Well, he, he was isn't. Then seriously he brought the guy up when he was when he was you know coming through. Oh yeah, yeah, you, you know, uh, literally, you know, Connor, Connor, at one stage there was sounding like fucking Kanye West. You know what I mean? And that, like when you when you <laughs> yeah. start when you start talking like that, you know, it's it was funny. So when the boys were saying earlier, you know, it, oh, he, 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 you know, he was very binary. He was this, you know. He was this gangster, and at the same time, he's a family man. And I'm like, oh, what? What? Like every sociopath I've ever met, then. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so well, I just took big asking yeah. about CTE uh, at the moment. I got to speak to a lot of good experts like, um, on sort of transgressive male behaviour and stuff. Yes. Like that. And and one of them said, 
it, it's a sort of boundary thing, which if you have, you know, any experience of therapy is a you know, classic therapy. Term. It's a yeah. boundary thing. And not, not only is he having, is he having trouble accepting boundaries? It, he already knows that there are no boundaries. Yes. He has yeah, been allowed to get away. Well, well, we, well you see, th th that's a really interesting point because we're being quite flippant about it and saying, you know, that he's conscious of everything that he's doing. But how about, you know, how about he, how we, about this is, this is, this is a symptom of something bigger, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that the guy's brain damaged and going mad or anything, but what I'm saying is, you know, uh, no impulse control decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad decision making. And we're going, <laughs> oh yeah, boxing. You go, oh yeah, what's that got in common? Oh yeah. They both get smashed in the head. Oh, what about footballers? What about George Best? Oh yeah. Yeah. He might've headed the ball a few times. And then next thing, you know, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, man. Maybe that what's the one common denominator? These guys are all taking trauma to their heads. You know what I mean? It's 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 an interesting point. Obviously, it's one for a one for a much longer show. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's something that we should look at. Yeah, absolutely, man. It doesn't get spoken about enough. I've said this many times no. in the podcast for sure, man. Um, we've got lots to get through. Let's take one more from Facebook before we move on to Twitter questions. Michelle Doherty is asking: Woodley versus Leon Edwards rumored in January. Thoughts? Yeah, that's that's maybe rumored for the co-main of Connor's apparent return. All right. I mean, sign me up. I mean, I I, I was a fan of Woodley anyway. The BMF belt, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was dude. a fan of I was a fan of Woodley anyway. To be honest, I you know he was a bit boring when he had to be, but he was defending a title at the end of the day. Um, yeah. it, it'd be nice to see him back. I think he's nowhere near done. He had one loss and he's been off for a while. Um. He could come back stronger, and it'll be a great step up for Leon Edwards. I'm a fan of Woodley as well. It's just uh, when things don't go his way, everything's racist. That's what fucking does man. Yeah, <laughs> bitches, yeah. Eh? yeah. But there you go. Yeah, that that is it. I'll tell you what. I, yeah, 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 I think that'll be a good. That that's going to be a. If it does come off, that'd be a good one. It's a great one for Edwards, man. All right, I hope. Great, oh, Edwards. love Rocky Edwards, man. Yeah, man, that's a good one for him, man. Uh, let's move on to Twitter questions. We've got Atom Gotov. Askren's UFC career has been as successful as Brendan Schaub's venture into comedy. True that, man. Is he still doing the old stand-up, Brendan Schaub? I know he got the he's he pushed from his boy there, Joe Rogan. Is he? Uh, awful man. I've not don't, seen it. Is it bad? Is it? Uh, it's like you getting your teeth pulled. It's, it's like a, it's like a best man speech. It's just bombing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, like the, the, like literally, Theo Von saves that guy's ass. You know, that's yeah, it. Theo, Theo Von saves him. Yeah. So yeah, Shab can't. He just he hasn't got the chops for it, man. Fair enough. Um, at Teep Channel, uh, what would be the perfect soundtrack for a Henry Cejudo film? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you heard about me, but I'm a motherfucking PIMP. I don't know. I'm a 50 year old man. I shouldn't be rapping, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've no idea how to answer that. Soundtrack? Not even just one. I know walkout music, a soundtrack. Jesus. I've no idea. I'll take a hard pass on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I ain't seen that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Triple C. Uh, <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Moving on, at Whistleblower MMA, right. what next for Rory McDonald? Uh, hopefully he'll go back to wearing pink Ralph Lauren cardigans again. 
I was oh, a oh, oh, the, the, the trench coat um, Spectre yeah, Gadget. Yeah, absolutely the pro. Yeah, you, you know. But before everyone started calling him actual Patrick Bateman, and then he thought I better tone this down. <laughs> yeah. a, a bit. I'm I'm telling you, man. Met, met him met him a couple of times. I, I, he, I, he is I, a gen- I think he's awesome. Yeah, Sorry. great guy, great fighter. Uh, he's all in for Jesus. That's the only thing that I I'm really con- like when they were doing the old serial killer Red King. Like, cause like he was one of the guys that they did actually try and put like, um, that, you, you know, you know, what, what's it they say in wrestling and they try and give him the gimmick and like literally the red King was like, what? So he bleeds a lot. Is that, that's his gimmick. You know what I mean? It was like, so it's something off fucking mystery men, you know, that, that really bad movie years ago. But, um, I, I, I hope he can bounce back from it. Uh, but the guy's got miles on the clock, man. Cause he's, he's only relatively a young guy. But, man, he has had some serious wars. And I'll tell you something, man. When you look into his eyes, it's like looking into a fucking shark's eyes, man. Swear to God, stare into the the abyss, lest the abyss stares back into you, man. He is fucking brutal. But I hope he can resurrect it. But at the same time, you know, I think he's been pretty smart with his money, so... And he didn't look at... He looked, he looked awful, if you want to know the truth. I, I was in bits when I, I just watched it. I mean, it sounds Literally, like he's had another slightly inglorious end for an otherwise glorious fighter. Uh, I think he could have been what one of those guys who's sort of always in the top five and always competing yeah. and always, uh, you know, having magnificent fights at the top of the bill. And he probably could have done that for a long time. But it sounds like he's had enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he wants it anymore. And the the the, the, other, the other one as well is it's like you know. It, if it wasn't going to end badly, it wasn't going to end. You know what I mean? This yeah. is, again, it's the cliche of combat sports, isn't it? There's a time when you go, do you know what, mate? Get out now. You know, the, yeah, it, it, it's, I, I, from that performance, I like, it's still fresh in my mind though. Cause I've just watched it and I'm like, man, this is not great. This, this it, wasn't it's great. One starts demanding Lee in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, 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 it, 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 it's it's quite quite it, it, if this is the end it's a it, it it's not going to be a great it's not a great footnote is it you know what i mean i know I, it, it, great fighter man like, i've always loved ronald mcdonald i love the ronald mcdonald that is uh a wonderful student of verasa habi follows a game plan you know you watch mcdonald yeah. versus ellenberger or damian meyer or any of these fights but i think um we were talking about this you know potentially being with darren till there could be a time where you run into someone and it just that guy takes your soul and th- that happens where that happens with him in those two fights man with robbie waller yeah. you know i mean he was never yeah. the same again after that anthony pettis and rafael de Sanos was another one that comes to mind although yeah. Pettis made it has made the difference at welterweight but there's just there's the What's the Bill Burr line? There's parts of his soul, his cubes floated away now. He's, he's never going yeah. to come back to that, man. Yeah. Oh, man, don't go on the Bill Burr, man. Then we go deep. <laughs> Bill Burr's my man, I tell you. I follow that guy. He's hilarious. Um, two more from Twitter before we wrap up. First one at uh, Degenerate Danes asks, thoughts on fame, MMA, and the Little People Show? Ah, oh, I can come in here. One of the YouTubers fighting on Fame MMA is training in my class. All right. No. The fight. Yeah, JMX. Uh, and 2.5 mil YouTube followers. We can all but dream, lads. And yeah. he, he's, he's enormous, right? He's enormous and he's very athletic. He, he, hands aren't that bad. Um, 
uh, and uh, you know seems like a super nice guy. Uh, I trained. I trained in martial arts for fifteen years before somebody said I was allowed to have a fight. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and even then, and even then, you, you know, the head trainer remains rather rather circumspect. And uh, so uh, I'm surprised. I mean, what if someone gets fucking hurt? Yeah, that's yeah. Hang on. Um, is it a professionally run? I'm just a bit confused of what the setup is. It, are, are they considered professional fights? Are these guys going to have start having professional records? Is it a, is it a run by? Is it like um, I can't think of the word, but is it checked properly as like a UFC show would be in the UK? Sanctioned. What, sanctioned? sanctioned yeah. yeah. But I mean, you guys know what super newbies are like. They can suddenly do something which is like completely against the rules and completely or and or completely dangerous. And, and they don't know that it's against, you know, they don't know they're not supposed to be doing it or they might do it in desperation. I mean, to be honest, this wasn't what I was thinking. The first thing I thought of Fame MC was, well, if somebody dies, that was the first thing I thought was blimey. Uh, but, you know, I, I've suddenly started thinking about it. What are you guys who are like? <laughs> you want us to take that death one? I mean, but you're right though. You're right. To, I mean, that should be a question that's asked because this this is a serious. You know, what's more brutal? This is why we love it. What's more brutal than mixed martial arts? You know, it's a brutal, brutal sport, man. And if you don't take us seriously, <laughs> are they having elbows? Are they having elbows? John, John. Are going to wear those RDX like sparring gloves that amateurs wear? I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you, you. You know what's more dangerous? What What's more dangerous than MMA? MMA mixed in with postcode beef. As I've said before, I'm that old. I thought postcode beef was like pulled pork. I thought it was some fucking hipster meal. You know what I'm saying? The next step will be, it, next step, it'll be like JME versus, I don't know, Dre or someone. I, I'm showing my age. I don't know. But it, the, when you, re, the one thing that I've, see, I've seen with this, it was the first thing with that Aaron Chalmers when he first came in. And I saw that I saw those absolute muggy twats who are his mates, like trying to jump in the cage afterwards, like these women, and like you, you don't know where you are, you know, look, you know, Cage Warriors last night, great show in Birmingham. A couple of my mates got smacked in the head on the way out the door from guys, guys from Leicester really? who thought they were football casuals, right? And they got into a rock, and it, like my mates are pretty tough dudes, so they gave them a bit of a hiding, right? Yeah. But but the the, the thing is. The one thing I hate about doing anything to do with like a live show is if I'm there and if I'm doing that, if I'm there and I'm doing anything judging or doing any commentary or emceeing, as soon as I get paid, I'm out the door because it's full of right muggy twats causing mayhem. Right. Who don't know how to behave themselves after a load of beer and watching a load of rocks. So, you know, so the next step is we're going to get a couple of lads who do a bit of grime and they've got like YouTube guys following them and then next uh, thing uh, yeah yeah what's going to be worse yeah yeah you know well we're just going to throw in a bit of a drive-by shoot in here how's that lads you know, <laughs> it wasn't dangerous enough you know what i mean no yeah what we're going to do is we're going to have this and and it you know we, like we, we were talking seriously there earlier um you've got young men like all full of bravado and what it is is that their the mouths are writing checks that they, the bodies can't cash and they haven't got the skills to back up their attitude Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is something will happen. And that's another issue that I, I really don't think anyone's looked into. It's, you know, because yeah, as I said, I'm a 50 year old man and I chat some awful shit on YouTube on, 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 online. You know what I mean? And I, 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 
you know, it, it escalates. And that, that's what we that's what we have to watch out for in especially in this. It's not it's not the fight itself and it's not even the protagonist, because nine times out of ten, those lads will just they'll they'll, they'll put the effort in and they'll train, you know, because it's it's a sense of pride with them. But that you, you can't you can't control your entourage, can you? At least Aaron Chalmers has actually quit all the um, social media stuff and actually gone into a full time training yeah, the, for it. Yeah, it's like you, he's you know now what? Training. I really respect the guy for that. Because, yeah. you know, he went down and he's been down in Birmingham with the boys and he's training. And from what, what the guys are telling me down there, he he, he really does apply himself. And he's yeah. like, and it's like, he's like, there's absolutely no way I would even be anywhere near here. It wasn't for the fact, story. wasn't for the fact that I was on that ridiculous show. But, like, he's using it for the right way. But I, don't, I, I really don't think, you know, the BMF title's a bad thing. That's a joke. Getting two YouTubers shit out of each other, um, you know, it, it's it, and it's not those guys, by the way. I, I have to really be like, I have to really be like, make that point. It's not the guys. It's what it's what that brings with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys agree. Does to confront how the general public relates to combat sports, and it's a bit like Mayweather McGregor, where where the average dick. <laughs> thought that thought that this was this was who was best in a fight yeah it wasn't who was best in a mixed martial arts match or who was best at boxing it was like who was the hardest yeah uh, um and this and and you know and obviously it was it was awful <laughs> having to listen to them yeah talk about it i suppose at least with this everyone everyone knows it's a, a bit rubbish but it's it's it, yeah uh, of course it's going to be disappointing watching this rack up millions of views yeah well yeah well it, it, you, know, <laughs> you, you, make, you, you make you make a great you make a great point it's like the whole you know there's no, no uh, uh, all publicity uh, what is it they say uh, all publicity is good publicity and i'm like tell peter sutcliffe that one you know what i'm saying it's not really you know what i mean that you know just because you're famous doesn't mean that's a good thing you know what i'm saying it will make millions though it will make absolutely oh, millions. Savage, yeah. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> imagine being a legitimate promoter and seeing those numbers at the end of the night. You would absolutely you'd be looking for that sneezing cat and the panda to go at each other off YouTube, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Johnny bit my finger. You know what I mean? Imagine finding that kid now. You know what I mean? It'd be great. Well, and there are a couple of YouTubers like suddenly drafted in to give their opinion on Cage Warriors last night on the on the broadcast. Really? Nice. Like that? Is yeah. That right? Couple of French kids in very bright tracksuits. Wow, really? Oh, I tell you yeah. what, I only I, I only go on YouTube for like I go on YouTube I go on YouTube for makeup tutorials. Literally, that's the only thing ah. I go on it for, lads. Trust ah. me. BGG techniques and fucking stuff with the Brexit. That's, <laughs> no, no, that's, <laughs> no, man. Submissions one hundred and one, man. I never go near YouTube anymore. When I found out that guy was a purple belt, I was dying. Dracolino? Well, who is that? Do you remember BJ? Do you remember? Do you remember the guy who did BJJ? He, he did like submissions 101. He, back when the YouTube first kicked off, this guy was getting like 10 million hits on all his techniques. No. And then they found out that he was like some. I, I don't think he even was a purple belt. I'll have to find his name. To be continued. I that could be a question for next week. I may have his videos in some of my favourites. No wonder they don't. Want I'll to tell you what, man. I still use. <laughs> I tell you what, John. I still use the Peruvian necktie that I learn off it, man. <laughs> and, and every time I do it, I'm like. I'm like, I'm going to get caught out one day. Yeah. So they're going to be like, <laughs> where, did you learn, 
<laughs> off oh, the yeah. internet. Uh, been doing a bit yoga off the internet, and um, you know, thought it was fine. You, you know, you know, go to a load of martial arts classes, so can't manage yoga classes as well. And the other day, I'm talking to a yoga instructor out, you know, at somebody's birthday party. I say, yeah, I do it off the internet, and of course, she was, oh no, that's not real. It's not proper. You can't oh, be really? doing it. I thought, God, yeah, shit. Like I'm a fucking online yoga blue belt <laughs> but all, all i'm gonna say is boys i've I, i've subscribed to that karma sutras channel man nice. and it's absolutely great it's even better if you can get another person in the room there you go hey. boom boom <laughs> one more from twitter for we wrap up guys at else for elf is asking thoughts on uh, devin powell's finish boy gives a thumbs up then tries to single leg the ref i haven't seen this devin powell is this bellator or something no, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google this. I'm okay. done. I'm on my phone just now. Uh, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. We'll cut this bit out. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Let, let's see. Debin, D-B-I-N. I-N. I-N, that's Yeah. Oh, my good God. I've got a bell. Are you watching as well? Yeah. I mean, he's just some ginger-looking dude. Yeah, I'll tell you what. He's got some... He's got some savage looking dance. tats on him. It looks like he's in a dars. He gives a thumbs is it, up. Is it a dars, is uh, it? And he just, he lets go. Is that it? Oh, he, oh, he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he grabs the referee's leg. The referee falls down. He's still waving it off as he's getting single-legged. Oh, he's moving his side what? control. Right, so the guy was in a dars. Oh, no, let's wind that back. So the uh, Devin Pill, I don't know what one Devin Pill is, but there's a guy in a dars choke. He's flat out, but he's giving a thumbs up here to the referee. And then the referee sort of breaks it up the guy just lets go and then as the guy who was getting darts sort of gets up and single leg takedowns the ref and he's still trying to wave off <laughs> oh this is oh, this is yeah bellator yes yeah, i think this, this must be recent then is this last uh from the weekend yeah yeah, yeah but no, this was this is this was this must have been one of the one of the one of the ones i uh i i'm literally must have uh fast forward fast forward is to get to the uh the Rory fight on this, yeah, it's. Uh, it, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna have to have a look at this. Um, there's no way I can give my opinion, but you know what? You don't finish until the fat lady sings. You know what I mean? Or Bruce Buffer comes out. So I don't. I don't know. Oh, well done. The thumbs up thing's so dodgy, you know. Especially since that, you know, the Robbie Lawler Ben Askren thing. You know, there's been a couple of those where thumbs up, and then what do you do there as a ref? You see a thumbs up. I guess you've got to let it go, right? You've got to let it right up. You've got to leave it. You've got yeah. to leave it, surely. Because yeah. you're not going to be out and, and thumbing up, are you? What's the gag if the if the doctor asks you what day it is, say, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the thumbs up, I don't get. Um, yeah, every, every time I ever see a thumbs up, I'm always very wary anyway. Ever since I saw that wanker Paul McCartney pulling it off a few times, you know, the old double thumbs up whenever you see him. As soon as I see anyone do a thumbs up, I always think they're a rat. What was anyway. that? Wanking off Paul McCartney? No, Jesus, what did, what did you say? say? <laughs> oh no, I, said, I said, I've never trusted anyone who throws the thumbs up right. after I saw that wanker Paul McCartney oh. doing it. If you ever, you ever, ever what Google Google Paul McCartney I'm now, doing it. I'm doing it right every now. single picture, yeah, yeah, picture him right, and he's he's always got thumbs up in his pictures. About I get the thumbs up to drivers who stop at zebra crossings. Yeah, I stop. Well, I, I'll stop. I do the, there's uh, a, there's a, there's a ton of murdered hitchhikers 
who met who met uh, Ted Bundy, who reckoned the thumbs up was probably the last thing he could have ever done. You know what I mean? Of, um, speaking of referee bravery, Rich Mitchell's a farmer. He was at Grenfell. Wow! In the tower disaster, yeah, yeah, wow, man, yeah, yeah. God Almighty, that is bravery. Yeah. I just um, I just googled Paul McCartney and there's a picture of Mick Tully wanking him off. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. You, you, you see Paul McCartney, right? So there's Paul McCartney, right? He's married. He's married Heather Mills, right? So he's married this woman. He's not he's like he might have like eight hundred million, but he's not the smartest man in the world, is he? Right? He marries a woman, finds out that she can have one leg in the bed and the other leg on top of the wardrobe, and divorces her. You know what I mean? And she was a porno star. He's a man's ridiculous. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Talk about her. She was really lucky, wasn't she? Talk about landing on your foot. Boom, hey. boom. Hey. <laughs> she I'm was a porno star? Try the veil. Was she, uh-huh. she was in a porn? She was a porno star? Yeah, yeah she was a soft porn actress, wasn't she? But she, she? Just, she was Yeah, she was. it was awful. I, I, some of the worst work I ever saw in my life. I was I, uh, allegedly, as a friend, a friend of mine told me. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she was a proper, proper spoofer, man. If you ever look into her history, oh my good god, she's like, she makes, she, she, she makes Donald Trump look fucking respectable. <laughs> Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. She even lied about her foot. She used to, you remember when Diana died and she tried to go around like raising money for landmines Land and mates, stuff. I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she got ran, she got, she got, she got ran over by a motorbike into a skip on the King's Road in London. So she wants to ban anything. It should be motorbikes or fucking skips. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was that harsh? No. <laughs> too soon. Uh, to be expected. Uh, it's just yeah, I'm, to be expected. I'm, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to find a way, a, a segue to finish up the end of the show. So we'll end on on, on <laughs> me uh, Paul McCartney. Me, me, Paul, <laughs> me, me Paul McCartney and his wife are down the freeway. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you have it, guys. <laughs> yes, C244 this weekend. Uh, BMF Belt on the line, New York, so many great fights, MSG, can't wait. Thank you to everyone who got in touch with some awesome questions tonight. Uh, remember, we're back next Sunday, we've got a reaction show, so be sure to let us know your thoughts, send us in your questions, comments, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the, the lot, just search uh, for Martial Arts Chat. In the meantime, let me thank our panel here today, starting with the awesome Mr Mick Tilly. Mick, it's been a blast as always, my friend. Let everyone know about Mick's Martial Arts Podcast and thanks again. Yeah, you catch me, catch me on every platform there is. Uh, just Google Mixed Martial Arts, you'll get me there. Also, uh, Wayman Magazine, we've just got a great interview coming out with Kyron Gracie uh, about him training in Wing Chun, believe it or not, with the legendary YouTuber himself, Randy Williams, who's a fucking nice guy. He's, he's one of the funniest guys ever. We've got to get him on the show soon, right? Uh, and uh, we t- I talked to Kyron Gracie about how um, Wing Chun's going to help him, hopefully, in his MMA career. And more importantly, the... Uh, the whole controversy with Ken and Cornelius and Hicks and Gracie only being a tough purple belt by today's standards. Oh, wow. So yeah, that that sounds that, awesome. Pardon me. It sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's going to be good. Kywin's unbelievable, by the way. Kywin's one of the nicest guys I have met, and he's a really, really cool guy. If you get down to London, go to Roger Gracie's. He's normally teaching most of the classes there. He's a great guy, Dana. Awesome stuff, man. I thank you to Mr. Steve Beale. Steve, it's a great game. Finally getting you on, sir. Um, let everyone nice. know us all about nice. Battles magazine. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks for having me on um, my inaugural uh, martial arts chat podcast. Yeah, I'm from uh, Battles Combat Sports Journal, where, where it, inverted commas, design-led magazine, or as people might would say, it's a coffee table magazine for martial arts and 
boxing. Uh, you can get it in like sort of specialist magazine stores and bookshops. I had it ready on my phone. Um, we're in Selfridges. Uh, we're in Magazine Brighton in Brighton. Um, Magazine Heaven in Rushton, uh, Village Bookstore in Leeds, uh, Papersmith in Bristol, or you can get it from battlesoflondon.com. Awesome stuff, man. Awesome. So, Mr. Matthew Penny. Matthew, as always, massive thank you. Let our people know about Purely MMA and where they follow you on that. Gents, it's been a pleasure. I've had a great laugh. Um, so, yeah, you can catch me at Purely MMA on Twitter um, and purelymma.co.uk. The website, there isn't a lot going on at the moment. Uh, but lots going on over the, on social media, um, lots of discussion points happening, and I live tweet every UFC event mostly. So, uh, yeah, pleasure, John, as always, and uh, here's the next one. If you've liked this podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, we're on every Sunday, 8.30pm, talking MMA. Go to facebook.com forward slash chat. Give us a like there, or follow us on Twitter at chat. I'm John Boy McElroy, and I'll catch you next time on The Roundtable. Get the brands you love at littlewoods.com. Nothing beats a winter night in with a family and a box set. Get the LG 4K 43-inch TV with HDR for an unmissable 369. All with inclusive delivery and free returns. Hurry, offer ends 7th of November. Own it. Shop now at littlewoods.com. Hello, I'm Maisie Adam, and you're about to listen to a set performed by me at the Cavendish Comedy Club in London. Oh, I'm terrible with my money. I am. I'm absolutely terrible. Like, like I can't play Monopoly because it hits too close to home. <laughs> Honestly, because what it is is just going around London going, can't afford that, can't afford that. <laughs> I've got nothing in the bank and I can only dream of winning 50 quid in a beauty contest. <laughs> you might think you're terrible with money, but here's something. Did you know it's easier to save if you do it the day you're paid? Payday save day. Building a society of savers nationwide.